0: I mean, I to do that. I will of the high stakes fantasy advantage we've taken a little time off but now we're back today is thursday february 22nd so that happens to be the date of the derek greg tom auction that we're doing tonight on Sports.com. you can watch it tom do we have a public uh board for that tonight i think we yeah, do
1: I, I think andy said i i think i retweeted it out andy saxton okay has tweeted it out as well so yeah there there is a, a board as far as i know
2: yeah i, tw- right, I so tweeted it out over the the nfbc twitter account so it's it's there right that's now I, that's right yep all right well let's do that again before it starts
0: tonight i think it starts at uh, seven eastern time tonight so yep. uh get ready the bids are going to be flying like crazy okay all three of us know who we like, we've talked about this, we've drafted together in the FSTA, so are we going to just fight for the same players tonight? Derek, are we fighting for the same players, or what's going to happen tonight?
2: I don't think so. Um, other than me one-upping Tom's bid every time a dollar more for a few few rounds and so and to look, go through that. <laughs> that strategy, I mean, hey, you're
1: gonna end up with players on your team you don't like, so congratulations
2: you know, we to in all the place. yeah no I don't think so I mean I I have my own set I mean we like you said we did draft together uh, on the FSTA team yeah. but uh, I have my own core group of guys that I that I like probably more than you guys do and you guys like some guys more than more than I do so I, I'm gonna grab uh, you know I'm, I'm not going in with any particular strategy like I said I have a core group of guys that I like to build my roster around this year I've been prepping for this since uh, last July so I'm I'm ready to go Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> hey, well i know last night on the show SiriusXM. i mean millions of people listening to us of course at that beautiful hour that we're on tom called you out here's a guy who finished 15th last year <laughs> you're gonna finish last so and, do
2: you think? and not just once there had to be four or five shots i mean i, I made a tweet last night though the last time i had that many shots on me from one guy in one night was a college hockey game it was a former mvp martin san luis so uh yeah i'm ready to roll
1: I have no idea who that is. Is that does, does he play in the pros? He or was a yet, but... he
2: was an NHL MVP. Yes, very good player. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, well, congratulations!
0: So basically, Tommy's giving you a compliment. Yeah, Yeah, well, I, I take it. Yeah. I mean, it's, the bottom line is,
1: I yes, I finished last in this league last year. It was a complete fluke. It shouldn't have happened. Uh, I'm pretty sure there was something global warming or something happened that cause my team to suck so bad it will not suck that bad this year but I am beginning my prep work at about 6 55 p.m. Eastern time tonight <laughs>
0: <laughs> pretty much me too but uh, no, it's gonna be a lot of fun we're looking forward to it uh, I have nothing to say myself I finished 13th I did finish with like 65 points which was uh, good considering it was not that high early on but uh, no, this is always fun I mean it's fun to battle we think we do well when we're done with this unfortunately the pace of baseball takes up our time once football starts hitting. And this year it's gonna start hitting earlier than ever. But heck no, we're gonna be competitive. All three of us are gonna try to compete like hell. Uh, The bidding is always aggressive early on. I think we either gotta get aggressive or not gonna have good teams. So Derek, I was looking at Andy's list that he sent and I thought this was interesting. We tweeted, I tweeted it out yesterday. We talked about it on the show. This year the splits on these online auctions have been 63% hitting. 37 percent pitching that's much higher than it usually is it's usually 67 33 that means you're going to be spending 90 to 100 dollars on pitching we haven't seen that for a while one is that your route that you're going to take this evening and why do you think so much money is being spent on pitching at a time when home runs are setting at a record pace
2: well, I think that's that's in of itself right there. I'll answer the second question first. I, I believe that just it is a fact that power power is so plentiful, people are not having to spend as much money to grab power, and they are. What I feel is the sixty three thirty seven split now is because people are paying more for the top arms. I think that you're still having your one dollar, two dollar, three dollar fill-ins at the end, but people are spending up on the on the top fours, the Strasburgs, even the guys like you know the next tier down, the Carrasco's, the Nolas. I see those guys going very uh, very high prices so um that's i think that's the reason i don't think there's i don't think it's any more complicated than that at this point at least this early in the season uh my strategy is i i don't know what i'm going to spend tonight again i i'm one that goes in i have like i said i have a core group of guys i I like to want to build around but then i'm gonna i'm gonna see where the where the auction flows i mean the the timing the timing when guys come up in the auction is very important as well um you know depending if a guy comes up early late whatever so i i don't have a target number i'm not going to say oh i got i got to spend 35 percent on pitching i'm going to grab uh the value guys i see and a couple guys that i want and i'm just going to play it from there yeah
0: i'm going to look at the values as well but i definitely am going to have a set number on uh I know what i want to do for pitching tom Math has never been your strongest suit here, so these no. auctions got to be tough for you, right? Yeah, that's oh, yeah. probably why I finished last last year. <laughs> Not Not
1: like math. No, the reason I finished last last year was first the injury to Carlos Correa, and second of all, well, my pitching was atrocious. So yeah, there's more of a premium on pitching right now like we talked about, so I'll probably have to adjust a little bit. I cannot afford to have the kind of pitching staff I had last year. I, I had Johnny Cueto, I think, in every one of my leagues, and clearly yeah. that was a problem, but... We'll see how it goes. We'll see who I decide to go after. I, you know, I'll take a look at the auction values Todd Zola sent us and and kind of see. I, you know, we'll. we'll but I, I definitely, I will say this. My plan. I don't know if it's going to happen. But my plan is to come out of there with a, a pitching staff that i'm i'm happy with as opposed to last year's utter disaster
0: yeah, i'm totally with you i my pitching was terrible in every league Telt wars this auction uh xfl i don't i dismissed on all pitching and i drafted pitchers earlier last year i'm not gonna spend as much in the auction on pitching but that was my failure last year as well so we'll see if we can both do it so should be a lot of fun we got some great guys I mean, we had mark winnaker on last night he was great on our show uh, he's won this league two years in a row i told mark if he wins it three years in a row he takes our time period for two hours you're all right with that tom yeah uh Okay, night off on a Wednesday? Sure, Come If Mark wants to take over, I got no problem with that at all. I know, he wants to take over next week, come on in, Mark. Yeah, go. that's what I was going to say. I mean, we've, we've got some open time slots. If people yeah. want to take it for two hours, it's all yours. Heck, we just pass it off to Derek. Okay, Derek, if you win this, you get the, our two-hour time slot next year in, in February,
2: okay? Sure, no problem. There you go.
0: Boy, oh, you don't sound excited. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's I was a pretty excited about that perk. No, he thinks he's not going to win. That's why he's saying it that well,
2: way. Well, that that means I have to spend my February in Iola, doesn't it? That That's that's the problem. Yeah. It, it's beautiful here. <laughs> yeah. It's as beautiful as it is over there where you are. My, my, oh, my, good, my, my, on my semi-annual trips in May and October uh, seem just about the right time to be there, so I, I think we'll <laughs> stick to those. <laughs>
0: All right, well, good luck, everybody, in the auction tonight. Tomorrow we'll do a podcast. We'll talk about the auction values, see how many guys went for $40, see if Mike Trout goes for $50. Should be a lot of fun, so tune in for the podcast tomorrow. One other baseball note I want to talk about is the Tout Wars. Tom and I are going to be in Tout Wars Mixed on Tuesday, March 6th. That will be carried live on the channel on the Colton and the Wolfman show, so listen in to SiriusXM for that. But let's talk about the draft selection process yesterday. So the defending champion got his first choice of wherever he wanted to pick. That was Rudy Gamble of Ras Ball. He did a great job last year. He took the one spot, okay? Next guy was Scott White. He got his choice. He took the 12th spot. Hmm, Kind of interesting, that guy wanted to go down, but 15-team league, he wants to be at the back end. Ray Murphy of Baseball, Baseball HQ finished third. He took the second spot, said he was gonna move down, but decided not to. Then it got crazy, Corey Parson went 15, Adam Ronas went 10, D.J. Short went 13, Charlie Wiegert and Vlad Sedler went 11, Anthony Perry went 14. Okay, I finished 10th, all of a sudden I'm looking at a top 5 pick. Tim McCulloch takes 3 and I take 4, then Perry Van Hook takes 5 and Tom takes 6. So again, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 were all gone in the first eight selections. So I'm drafting fourth now. Tom is drafting sixth. Uh, Derek, as an outsider, were you surprised by that? You're watching an awful lot of drafts right now. Why are so many people moving down to the back end in a 15-team league?
2: I think the reason, and I don't disagree with a lot of what they're doing, but I don't know that I would necessarily have to do it either. Uh, To me, there's a clear top number one player, Mike Trout. And I know Jose Altuve goes pretty much to in all of the other drafts that we do. But to me, I think Trout is far and away the best player. After that, um, I know Altuve has out earned him actually in four of the last five years, technically. But to me, it's Trout and then it's a bunch of guys that uh, are in the next the next grouping so if you've uh, like you said i've been watching a ton of drafts all these draft champions all the roto wires which are 12 teams that this is a 15 team a, a little different but if you go down into the and i don't even know that it's necessarily the first swing at 15 and 16 that these guys are you get monster players down there you can double up on correa and machado or freeman or strasburg or double pitchers with kluber i mean you can do anything you want down there and guys are seeing that and uh, if you're not getting that one pick i think guys are just Taking that slide down because again you get two monster players to start, and then even in the third round, you're uh, in, in 15 teams leagues. I was watching a draft champion uh, yesterday, just when I had to go in there for a help call, and the guy on and the, the, a turn there at 15 got Jose Abreu and Byron Buxton, you know. So I picks 45 and 46. So we're seeing that there's, uh, you know, you we mentioned as a group that we thought that the draft just seemed really deep, you know, for three or four rounds. But as I'm watching now, I I'm seeing this. Guys that I love down 75, uh, you know, 80 spots down that are just really, really good players. So I just think people are, are, are seeing that in while they're doing draft champions or just looking at the player pool and saying, hey, I'm can get, i I'm fine down there because I get, you know, the higher pick in the second or on the fourth, and then that's the way they're going. Yeah, so your, your theory is
0: we think that people are going down there for the one two turn but you're saying not only is it good at the one two turn it's real good at the three four turn it so is. that's interesting because when we first started doing the fsta draft we were happy to have the six spot because we felt top 35 we love these guys we're gonna get three good hitters and that's what we ended up doing i'm saying tom i'll ask you the same thing i kind of like being in four and six because I think, that, again, the top 35 are very, very strong. I think I'm going to have a really good 1, 2, and 3 pick. And I think that 4 will still be strong, but we'll see. But uh, that's my thought at 4. I'm happy with 4.
1: Yeah, I'm thrilled at 6 to, you know, be uh, 12th place and looking at a late... No, I would have been happy late, too, I agree. With what derek said you can get you know doubling up with a Karam machado and that's a pretty nice start so i would have been happy with that but i think the opportunity to move up and, and maybe get a bryce harper or goldschmidt if he falls i'm i take that over the end every day of the week i mean you're talking about legitimate mvp players so i'm happy with that i also like the first from the middle i like the first two to three rounds we'll see how it shakes out in round four what we never know in an industry draft is how the starting pitchers are going to go. We know how they go in the NFBC, we can kind of plan for it, but if people lay off starting pitchers, then those third, fourth round picks are going to get a lot better, you know, because there's going to be more of those guys there than would typically be in an NFBC league.
0: So that's kind of, that we just won't know until we start drafting. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see where the. I mean, the top four pitchers won't come back to us, I don't think. But then after that, let's see what happens. So it'll be very, very interesting. I mean, last year, last year, for example, in the series host
1: league. Now this was a twelve teamer. Uh, at the three four turn, I got uh, Syndergaard and Strasburg. Yeah. I mean that that you're not doing that in the NFC league is typically. So right. you know that was because the guys were laying off the top starting pitchers after
0: the first few are off the board. Alright, so let me just throw one player that we'll talk about, uh, and then we won't uh, share our ideas, but Paul Goldschmidt. We've been seeing it in the NFBC. He went 15th in the online championship the other night. Last night he went 9th in the online championship. I'm looking at his... Uh, auction value. It's like right around $39. I think it'll be less than that because of what's been going on lately. Derek, what do you think Goldschmidt goes for tonight, and do you think he will continue to be late first round here in NFBC drafts? Because of the humidor.
2: Uh, Humidor factor, right? I I think tonight he's still probably a a $35 Thirty-five dollar player. There's there's some veterans in in this uh, auction tonight that aren't going to let him go any cheaper than that. I, I think his ADP settles in probably around eight or nine. I mean, it's going to crack yourself. That fifteenth was uh, that was just crazy. I mean, there, there. I'm I am a believer in the Humidor Factor. Now I don't know how much of a factor it's going to be. There. The problem for me with Goldschmidt, where he was going three, four, even even at eight or nine, is I like the value in the second round. I can get from a Freddie Freeman or Joey Votto and have a pick you know, in front of those guys instead of Goldschmidt. I'm I am on record as saying I think Freddie Freeman has a better year than Paul Goldschmidt anyways. So to me, Goldschmidt is untouch- untouchable for myself because I would never take him in the first round when I know I can get Freeman or Votto in the second. So to me, I think his ADP solidifies right around 8, 9, or 10 area. All right, we have a side bet. You said that Freeman's going to steal more bases yes, did. than Goldschmidt. <laughs> yes, it did. That's, funny. That's good that wasn't on the podcast. That was just a phone call. No, nope, that's on the pod. I'm, I'm that was on the podcast. On the, I'm going to say this right now. I have no interest in Freddie Freeman this year. I'm very. I had no interest at his price. I'm going to bid Derek up tonight in, in the auction. I won't. I won't be taking Freeman tonight in the auction. He 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 yeah, will be overpriced. Now he'll be overpriced. You're going to take. You're going to take. Nah. I'm going
0: to bid you up, and you're going to you're going to get him for like twenty dollars more than you want to pay for him. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna All right. Be screwed. I'm looking at his auction value. It's right around 36. So, Tom, it's 35. Are you going 36? Yeah, because Derek <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right, if you do, I know you won't, but we'll see for sure. All right, and hey, I, quickly, I want to talk about last night's online auction, uh, I mean, online championship. Again, roto online championships are selling out every night. Uh, very, very interesting. We had three guys on the show last night. They were all great. Matthew Wood, uh, Jeff Schwartz, and David DiDonato was great. Just real quick, first round. it went Trout, Altuve, Turner. And then Harper went fourth. That's pretty high for Harper. Stanton went five. Arenado went six. Then it went Betts, Blackman, Goldschmidt, Kershaw, Scherzer, Correa. And again, you're looking at Mario Puig had the 12th pick here from rotowire.com. He went Correa, Bryant. Not a bad start right there. The other guys on the turn went Scherzer, Sale, and Kershaw, Kluber. So pretty
2: interesting there, Derek. Derek, any thoughts there? You were watching that one last night. Uh, my thoughts there is it's, it's you know, you mentioned Turner up to three, Harper up to four. That's what kind of what I mentioned before. To me, I think it's Trout, and then it's anybody else you want. We don't know who's going to finish, you know, in the top ten. All those guys you mentioned in the first round and early into the second round could all finish top five overall value. It wouldn't surprise any of us. If, if everyone stays healthy, which obviously is not going to happen, but there's guys, any of those guys can finish top five if they have, you know, career seasons and stay healthy. That's why I said to me, it's Trout, and then get your guys after that. So line your KDS up with where you feel you can get those guys, and go get them. That's what, I, that's what I feel is going on.
0: Yeah, we didn't have the KDS in our favor, but, I mean, I liked it the way it turned out last night. So, for me, I like Trout, Altuve, Turner, uh, Arenado, for me, I think. That's what I'm looking at until it, it works. So, it should be a lot of fun. All right, just one last note here. The MFL 10s, uh, since our last podcast have really progressed, we really feel like they're going to go live next week. We also believe the NFFC is going to go live next week so we may be throwing draft champions out there next week we may be having guys doing baseball and football at the same time but uh everything is progressing really really good to be live by march 1st so stay tuned we'll let you know more tomorrow but mfl 10s looking good ten dollars win a hundred dollars in your league win ten thousand dollars in the overall that's right we got the mfl 10s coming out so check them out very very soon and again if you're looking for adps right now go to play adp they are free you can sort them by date you can sort them by yesterday's 10 days seven days whatever you want they're very very good right now all right Derek,
2: what are you watching tonight? What do we got available for tonight? We got a, we got a 125-15 team satellite tonight at uh, eight p.m. Eastern, which I, I like those. As, uh it's a good prep for main event or supers yeah. or anything. Get in there and you get you know it's it's faster than a 15 team DC, obviously. It's just a 30 round draft. So it's good prep there. And then we got cut lines uh, at 9 and 10 PM Eastern as well. So cut lines and a satellite, and tomorrow night we'll be back with as you mentioned, Rotowire, a couple of RotoWire online championships tomorrow, cut lines, uh, you know, uh, expresses for DC and stuff so full full menu over the weekend so you know get in there and get signed up absolutely and everything is good uh, we
0: apologize for any hiccups that we had on the weekend that was on us. We'll take the blame on that one. We missed a good day. I know Sunday would have been a big day. But uh, we're off and rolling. Everything is going good. So, And the IT guys are adding new stuff all the time. Everything's getting so much better. So the FAB is on your team pages. If you have a Cutline team right now, you can see how the new FAB works. You're going to like it. I talked to a veteran yesterday. He said it was very good. He loves the watch list. He knows that's going to save him time. So Absolutely. check it out. Get in the Cutline. Check out the new FAB. And away we go all right all right good luck boys
2: i'm gonna try to kick some ass tonight yeah I don't we'll know about you guys but <laughs> i'm gonna be kicking ass and opening beers
0: at the same time so good luck tonight check us out and we'll talk again tomorrow